We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAIP-owned brands right now, like Cardin, Kaja, Emilia George, and Hey Meave. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Date me a podcast where me, Nicole Byer, Byer, oh, fuck me, where me, Nicole Byer, I know who I am, tries to figure out how I'm still single, even though you could put a hat over my eyes, spin me around, and kick me into the street and let a car hit me, I would still date you. <laughs> my guest today, you know him from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Eastsiders. He's got an Instagram where he recreates looks from the red carpet and has a podcast called Trashcast. It's Tom Lank. Hello. I want to date you. I want to date you. I want to <laughs> date you. Yes. Oh, what a treat. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh, man, I, I'm just happy to be talking to a human being right now. Yes, it's hard. We are. Uh, so I stack episodes. This is going to come out four weeks after I record it. I have no idea what the state of the world is going to be. But so far, it's been me in my house. What have you been doing? Just jerking off 24 hours a day. <laughs> I had a full-blown meltdown yesterday because I was like, it's going to be so long before I see a dick in person again. And I started <laughs> sobbing in my bathroom. <laughs> I I was talking to my 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 horniest gal pal. Um, and we we were just talking about how yesterday I feel like everyone hit their like, it's only what is seven days in and we've hit like our horniest peak because it like and I've gone I've got I recently went like three weeks without touching myself and enjoying the pleasure of my own company but mm -hmm. I feel like the threat of us having to go an entire month alone like it all hit everybody yesterday and so everyone got so horny and just uh, everyone I talked to was just like I can't stop touching myself I truly masturbated four times yesterday <laughs> 
and I discovered that that is uh, too many times. I woke up sore. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm having some carpal tunnel issues. And, and it's, <sighs> you wake up and your wrist just hurts. And you're like, why? And you're like, oh, because I've been using that wrist. And TBH, I did ice. I, I put I first I took a very sensual uh, I'm I'm quarantined at my friend's house because I just moved just in time to not be able to go find a new place. So I'm <laughs> at my friend's my ex-boyfriend and his boyfriend. We're all friends. It's fine. I'm not in a throuple. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, but they have they're well off. One of them is a doctor and one's an executive and I'm a poor. So I'm just living my best quarantine <laughs> life. And um, they have a, a one of those bathtubs with jet jet things in it. Oh! And, and it it I didn't realize that the jets keep the water hot. And so I took a very sensual, erotic late night bath last night, and I just was like feeling my my I felt like um, uh, Angela Lansbury in that video where she makes where she takes <laughs> a bath like. I was just like pointing my feet and then like rubbing my legs and touching myself. And then I had to ice my hand afterwards. For real, I put ice on my hand because I'm just Ugh. like, I've, I've got it. I've given myself carpal tunnel in quarantine. <laughs> I was in Florida last month in Fort Lauderdale visiting my friend. And at like, I don't know, 3 p.m., the jets come on to like fill the pool with hot water. And I just like inched myself over to the jet and I was like, Oh, and my friend Nick was like, what are you owing at? And I was like, actually, maybe I shouldn't do this in front of you. But I got to say, this feels good. And he was like, I'll get out. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm being weird. <laughs> Look, why shouldn't we be able to have a, just like comfortable feelings in front of each other in a pool? I say that's healthy. I think that's healthy as well. And I'm going to start coming in front of my friends in pools. Thank you, Tom. That is the gift that you've given me today. I'm going to take it with me. But well, uh, the, the thing is, if, if your hands, if your hands not down there, you can't shame us about it, right? Uh, yeah. So, like, we should be able to, to, to just go to town on ourselves in front of one another as long as, <laughs> as, as long as you don't really know what's happening. I don't know. I agree. So wait. So you're staying with your ex boyfriend and his current partner. Are you friends with all of your exes? I'm not. Like, I'm still in therapy from the from like 15 years ago from the one that like that just d broke me. And so mm -hmm. I've, I've never talked to him post breakup. But for some reason, I think it's an age thing. I think once you realize like, wait, well, because I have a weird. OK, this is my thought about dating, which is either you you stay together. Well, OK, dating is you, you stay together until mm -hmm. you either break up or one of you dies. Yes. Think about it. I know that's a very fatalistic approach to dating, but <laughs> it's it's going to end either way. So why not be friends with people after the fact? The weird part, though, is that um, I'm saying with my ex and he dated a Tom before me. Now, OK, I'm going to give you the full story. Yes, please. I hooked up via Grinder this guy named Tom, and we had like an ongoing just like, you know, handsies blowsies buddies for like <laughs> on and off for a year and then um he moved to london because he had a midlife crisis then ah. i um 
I found another gentleman on Grinder. went over to his house and I was like, oh, I have been here before, but not with you, sir. But I didn't tell him that. And so um, then I started dating him. Uh, so then, uh, oh, and the, the original guy, his name was also Tom. Okay, so it turns out they had broken up. This guy that uh, I'm now staying with. Oh, God, this is so complicated. Basically, it's too much Tom on my hands. Tom after Tom. So old Tom... <laughs> Dated Mike, and now I'm I was the new Tom, and then I broke up. No, wait, sorry. Then old Tom came back. I moved in with Mike. Old Tom started sub subletting my old place, and I was living in his old place. Um, and then when he then we all broke, I broke up with Mike. I moved back in. Old Tom took over that. It's so complicated. This is a gay soap opera. I can't explain to you right now properly. This truly sounds like a subplot to the L word. Oh my God, I'm living my best lesbian <laughs> life, aren't I? <laughs> I love it. Anyway, so now I'm, I'm, we're all friends. Everything's fine. Uh, they've all moved on with their lives. Um, Mike, he's a doctor and now he's with uh, a casting director. I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy that the person who doesn't need to be dating a casting, casting director. <laughs> Is dating a casting director. That's so funny. But I'm being silly, but they're very lovely. And I, I feel very bl- hashtag blessed to be their third wheel while we are stuck in quarantine. <laughs> I mean, I have, I'm staying with a couple. My roommate has a boyfriend, so I'm with a couple in this quarantine. Uh, and it's, I've been having a good time being a little third wheel. Honestly, I think I, I lived by myself for a long time and then I was in a relationship living together and, and and then I was back living alone and I'm to be honest I feel like I might be happier living with other people in a household I don't know what it is oh I'm fully happier with a roommate and dogs because then I'm just like like if I'm alone I'm alone and I'll be like all right I guess I'm not gonna wash my hair or my clothes and I'm just gonna be stinky alone but if you live with someone you kind of have to be like okay, well, I'm going to like wash my pussy because it might start stinking and I need to like be cognizant that we're going to spend time together. Amen to that. (laughs) Um, So here's a question. I actually, when you said that dating is truly like you're either dating to break up or to be together until you die. That is that I think you're correct. Like, I don't think there's like in a real in between. Like, even if you're friends with benefits, like, either it's going to turn into a relationship or you're going to break up. I mean, I know it's a dark take on on dating, but at my point of where I'm at in life, I'm now, I'm at the point where my friends are having their first divorces. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wow. Like, there were times when I felt, like, lonely and sad that I didn't have someone to be with. But, like, I I fully have opted out of having to deal with with divorces and I, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a gay person. And so like, I don't, ha- I, you know, having kids wasn't a thing that I necessarily wanted or want to have in my life. I don't know. We'll see. Check back in in 10 years. Uh, but I, I feel like, I don't know, like there is something to being happy with yourself and being happy alone. And like, I, who's to say that dating isn't like, or, you know, being together, like I do, I mean, I know other people talk about it, but I always, sometimes I think that marriage should be a, a lease with an option to renew. Like, 
Let's mm-hmm. let's maybe get married for three years. And then like we had a good run. And now I want to experience another type of car. Like you were I love the Prius, <laughs> but now I want a convertible. <laughs> and I know that, you know, I'm going to get less gas mileage, but at least I'll have the wind running through my hair and I'll have a new experience. I don't know. I don't know the answers, Nicole. I don't know the answers too, but being monogamous is kind of like a crazy thing to ask somebody to be like, will you love me for the rest of time? Like, that's crazy. And like some couples, I think, yes, like it works for you. And then other couples, it's like, yeah, an open relationship or taking time apart is also good for you. I think that's the most interesting thing about relationships because they can all be so fucking different. Well, I mean, the... The gays have really, I don't know if you have, what your percentage of your audience is, is the gays. Oh, but. I have literally seven straight male friends okay, or fans. Uh, it's all gay men. It's lesbians. It's fat ladies, ladies, and ladies who make their boyfriends listen. That's all I want to be with. I'm, I'm so done with straight men. I just want to be around your audience. Um, <laughs> I feel like... The gays, I mean, somebody tweeted, there was a funny tweet the other day that was like, oh, quarantine. Well, now the gays will have to start only sleeping with their husbands. And it's so like, and I take no credit for that joke, but it is, uh, it is so true. Like most gay married couples I know are in an open thing. And I don't know if that's the answer, but maybe it is. And I'm so shocked that the straights haven't really caught on to it yet. But it does seem so weird to, like, have this whole ceremony that was created, like, 2,000 years ago so that, like, we would be brainwashed into not... Like, sometimes I think about marriage it was like, well, you had to, like, save yourself and then get married so that both of you wouldn't die of, you know, you could literally back then you could die of of gonorrhea, right? So you were <laughs> trying... Everyone's trying to not die of a, of, of gonorrhea you know, I don't know, what do Mozart die of? I always think about that. Like, well, we, so I feel like marriage was created so that we could, you know, own, so that men could own women and people wouldn't die at, when they were 25. I don't know. It just seems so outdated to me. When's the last wedding you were at? Ooh, the last, that's a very good, I haven't been to a wedding in so long. And aren't you grateful for that? <laughs> Okay, here's why I like weddings. I like seeing my comedy friends dressed up because they all clean up so nicely. And I'm like, we never really dress up for each other. So like at a wedding, I get to see people and they're like best of the best. Uh, But like, it is weird that marriage started off as like a bartering thing. It's like, well, if you give me land, you can have my daughter. And then in like the 50s, the De Beers company was like, a diamond ring is what you need to give a woman, which is like a fully made up thing. Oh my God, I am obsessed with the history of diamonds and how we were just all advertised and brainwashed into thinking that that's what you have to do. And now this stone that we have too many of and that they keep in surplus is now what we have to get married with. Yeah, it's so fucking bonkers to me. Like, I don't want a diamond ring when I... If I ever get married, I want like an old ring that they found in like a a thrift store or something. Like one of my best, best friends, my dear friend who lives in Portland, her husband wears like this ring with an eagle on it. It's like a like a piece of costume jewelry, I think. And then she's got a fun ring. And I'm like, yeah, they didn't spend a lot. They got married in at a campsite in this beautiful place in Portland. I was like, yeah, the way you're doing it is like chill and cool and i love this 
I totally support that. My, I have a friend, Darlene, and she just wanted to, she's an actor and a writer as well. And, and I have the same reaction to her, which is as of marriage as like, I don't, I don't want to get, I don't want to get, I get up enough in front of people and have them clap for me and give me attention. I do that all the time. Like, I feel like non-performer people maybe need, want and need mm-hmm. that moment of getting married. Like, hey, give me attention. Like, I get that too much and I honestly don't want you to look at me while I'm having real feelings. So <laughs> I, she got married in her like parents' living room in Tennessee and then she came back to LA and had a, uh, had a, just a party at Sean Hayes's mansion in- Ooh, come in, on now. Like, and that's the way, that's the way to do it. You use your, you have a rich friend who lets you have a party (laughs) and you, you put on your nice dress and we all get to come and dress up and just like have a party. Like to me, that makes more sense. Yeah. I just want to like, that's what I want. Just have a party. I don't want to have feelings and cry and be feel weird in front of an audience. It is very performative to be like, I put all this together. I hired a wedding planner. I hired people to cook for you. I'm paying for your dinner. We're going to dance to either a fucking live band or a DJ. And I'm going to cry in front of all of you. And you're all going to like it. And you're going to give me fucking presents for crying. It's so wild. I do. But I, I, I do. I love that you appreciate the fact that you get to see your, your, your friends get dressed up and have a moment. Um, I just wish we had another reason to get dressed up. Like, yeah, you know, but I mean, I'm going to after quarantine is done, I am dressing the fuck up whenever I leave my house. Oh, by the way, I'm having I'm, I got invited to a, 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 a Google hang dinner party tonight and it's formal and we're supposed to dress up, cook ourselves dinner <laughs> and we're meeting up at eight o'clock. My friend Sarah organized this. I'm like, yes, I will be doing this. Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, no, I know. But it is a it is a common. It's another Sarah. <laughs> That it's Sarah one of and, the most common names in the world. I know. But SMG and I are, and this other Sarah are all friends and we do text each other as a trio. So I do love it. I don't want to like nerd out, but like you were very wonderful on Buffy and that's what I know you from. And I think you're really funny and wonderful. And then do you remember years ago we did yes. a video together? Yes, we did a, a vote get um, get registered to vote video via um, that Joss Whedon organized and directed. Yes. And I didn't want to nerd out to you then that I enjoy you and think you're a goddamn gift to the world and hilarious. So oh, what a treat. I love that. Thank you. The feeling is mutual and I'm, I'm obsessed with you. I was like, when Joss asked me to do it, I was, and it's like, I had the tiniest part in the whole thing. And I was like, Yes, I will do this because I love <laughs> Nicole and I want to be near and close to her. Yeah, it was so lovely to me. It was so weird to be there. And then Joss had asked me to write like something else. And I wrote it like in a couple hours and then sent it off to him. And right after I sent it, I was like, you just sent Joss Whedon a first draft. You- <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Who do what? you think you are, bitch? <laughs> Who do you think you are? Truly. No, you're a goddamn talented industry, <laughs> entertainment industry professional. That's what you are. But I like then had to like backtrack and be like, I'm so sorry. That was a first draft. Let me go through this again. Oh my God. It was so wild. Also, it, what is weird is that I met you pre, that was like, that was like the, um, 
oh, what's the word? The calm before the storm. Yes. In 2016, I guess. And now here we here we are again. Here we are again. Isn't it wild how things change in four years? Four years we were trying to get Hillary elected, but then everyone couldn't get over a couple of emails. And now we're in a full-blown pandemic with no pandemic team and some wild president who just keeps talking. Honestly, put a muzzle on him. He truly is wild. But we don't need to talk about him. Okay. (laughs) So let me ask you, we're going to talk about relationships uh, in a little bit a little bit more about relationships, but um, you on your Instagram, do you recreate red carpet looks? When did that start? Because it's so funny. Um, It started, was it three, four years ago? It was the Met, the Met Gala. I was watching it and I was like, the theme was like space age or whatever. I don't know. And I was like, the, everyone looks like they're wearing the same tinfoil. <laughs> and so then I posted one off of like every, here's every dress at the Met Gala. Then I thought, oh, well, let me see if I can just make a bunch of these. And I posted them. And then uh, it got, I, got, I think it was because uh, lady friends of my, I think it was like SMG post reposted them. Um, Eliza Dushku reposted them. And then it just took off. And I was like, oh, really? This is what this is what's going to take off the thing I am not trying at all to do. I've been an actor for 20 goddamn years in Hollywood trying to stay relevant, trying to get attention. And this the thing I did in my sleep. OK, I'm running with it. And uh, it's like three and a half years later Four, maybe it's four years. Oh, there can't. It's going to be four years at the Met Gala that would have been, but it's being canceled this year. Have you? Do you have a book? No, I honestly think if I were a straight person doing this, I would have had a book deal by now. I would have had a TV show. I keep to I'm not to ride your coattails, but I keep saying I want to like in the style of nailed it. I want to do a trash fashion show where it's your average um, American person trying to make outfits out of trash. And well, I want to judge you, it. Have you pitched it? I, I keep trying, but no one will li- like people. I, I don't know who to, I don't know where to go. Okay. Nicole, where do I go? I'm going to send an email after we're done to hook you up with the production company of nailed it. And you can pitch it to them. Cause I do think that's a good idea. I think it's very fun. Okay. And, and you will, and I, you will be a producer on it. Thank you very much for sending that email. God damn it. <laughs> I love to get paid to just have my name on something. Oh my God. Wouldn't it be amazing? Uh, um, yeah, no, I, 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 I said I was going to keep doing it until, until it became a TV show. And then I got tired like two months ago. I'm like, I don't know if it's going to become a TV show. And I don't know how many times, cause here's what I've learned. It's a lot of goddamn work to be a lady, as you know, <laughs> and to put on, the, to me, the most exhausting part is putting on the makeup. I just don't enjoy yes. it. I don't love it. Um, and I, and I'm so I'm very alone. So <laughs> I'm putting the I'm taping these outfits to myself and sweating and got my camera in selfie mode trying to get these <laughs> photos. And it's a it's a lot. So I would love to do it when someone's helped. Because to me, the fun part is like solving the puzzle of like, how will I make this outfit with what I have here in the limited Mm -hmm. um, ingredients that I have? And I love making the outfit. And it was kind of a skill that I've always had. Like I was a big theater nerd kid and was constantly having to make costumes for whatever show that I was doing. So I've, I've known how I've been crafty for a long time. I just didn't really, I didn't 
see it coming together in this way. Though, wait, oh my God, I did go to a psychic. No, I had a psychic come to my house because mm-hmm. he was a psychic who came to my friend's business and was like, I see you guys not working together very soon. And then two weeks later, the plastic surgeon that they were all worked for drove off a cliff in Malibu and oh died. Oh my God. By accident. It was the one that did Heidi, um, of Heidi and Spencer did her all her plastic surgery and he just accidentally died. So I was like, I want to go to that psychic because he is accurate. Truly. Years ago, he came over and he was like, I see you doing something. He was like, I see you doing like something related to the Oscars. And I just did a short film that I'd submitted to the Oscars and it didn't qualify. And I was like, God Mm -hmm. damn it. I have to make another short film. (laughs) And then he said, I see you doing something with costumes and you're going to get into shape. And I'm like, okay, I'm getting into shape. I know Joss Whedon. He's going to put me in a Marvel movie. That's what's (laughs) happening. I'm getting, I'm going to, I'm going to be a superhero. I feel it. Yes. Well, I was angry, like four years after that, I was still angry that none of that had come true until I realized it had because I had done the thing for the Oscars with E on the red carpet, making costumes. I had gotten into shape because I was sick of the the, the thing not coming true. And I thought mm-hmm. maybe if I get into shape, the, 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 the psychics thing will come true. And then he'd given me a dollar amount, and that's what I've been paid by E. So anyway, all the the psychic person was right. Wow. Just not in the way that I thought it was going to be. Isn't that weird? That is very strange. I have seen several psychics. Not one of them has predicted anything in my life with any sort of accuracy. (laughs) I met with a, a pretty famous, like, medium, and... They, so we did this like pre-interview thing and they're like, are you a believer? And I said, no. And they asked me why. And I said, because a lot of questions are so open-ended and you fill in the blanks and you can look up a lot of stuff about me on the internet or listen to like my podcast or whatever. And they were like, okay, well, this person is real. And I said, all right. So then I met with them and they were like, don't answer the open-ended questions if you feel like that's like a cheat. And I said, okay. So that's what I did. And they're like, wow, you gave him nothing. And I was like, you told me to give him nothing. And then he didn't say anything that I didn't already know. And then he was like talking about somebody in my mom's like personal history. And I was like, I don't know who you're talking about. And then I asked my aunt about it. And she's like, oh, I have no idea what this person's talking about. And I was like, I have yet to meet a psychic to tell me anything. So you're going to have to give me the name of that psychic because I got to talk to them. Okay. Well, th- to me, okay, I, this is me with everything. I'm a Gemini, so um, like half of me <laughs> believes, half of me, half of me is like, yes, it's real. And maybe I have part of the powers too. I'm a psychic as well. And then the other half of me is like, that's all trash. I don't believe a second of it. I, it's all trash. So I don't know. I love, I, I ideally, I would love for the psychic stuff to be real, but I'm also so pragmatic and I'm just like, I, I, skeptical and I don't know if it's any of it's real though my friend has um uh has a psychic stepmom we call her PSM and uh she did some recently my friend was like hey um psychic stepmom told me that somebody in our group was depressed and uh and I and I went down the list and then I mentioned you and she's like, yeah, that's it. And she like gave a good the specific reason why. And I was like, yes, she's powerful. She is a powerful witch. So 
And she so like maybe it's you. And maybe she, you're oh, susceptible to psychics. I don't know. I also have a thing where if I wear watches, like I short circuit electronic things. I can't wear watches. Like the oh, batteries wow. always die. So I don't know. I want to believe in all the magic stuff, but I just don't know. I don't know. You know? I don't know either, but we do have to take a break. Oh! Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that would block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. And that's why they fight every day to push for common sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctors. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org future. That's PlannedParenthood.org future. Warning, things are about to get intense. Like when you stare into the eyes of someone that you really like for a full minute straight without blinking. Intense, intense heat, lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts available in eight sizzling shades honestly my favorite is hot honey and cocoa zing i put it on my lips and honestly it did sizzle them it sizzled them right to the moon they were plump and juicy and everyone was like nicole can i and i'm like get in line can you take the heat find your shade at maybelline.com or a retailer near you Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, there's always something that I really need to talk about. And thank God I have a podcast. But then there's stuff that I don't want to reveal publicly. So I talked to a therapist. And listen, we all carry around different stressors big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get stuff off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional cost. And I got to say, that's very important because the first person you meet might not be good for you. So even though it's work, you got to work to find someone who like is helpful and is good for you. So don't stick with someone just because you feel like you have to get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash date me today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash date me. Okay. Hey, did you know one in five Americans have learn a new language on their bucket list? If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. 
Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste time on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned out in the real world. Babbel made it super easy for me to brush up on my Spanish before my vacation to Mexico. See how I said that? It's, it's better and it sounds like I speak Spanish. It just makes traveling better so you can like order food, ask for directions and flirt with the locals. Me encanta muchacho! <laughs> without having to consult language apps while on vacation. Here's a special limited time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash date me. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash date me. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash date me. Rules and restrictions may apply. And we're back. We're back, people. We're back. We're back. We took a nice little break and we're back in that nice. Okay. So Tom, let me ask you. Um, so you've, you, you mentioned that you've been on Grindr. Is that the only app you've been on? No, I'm on the app. Well, okay. You know, it's interesting that Tinder, Tinder for gay people is like match.com for straight people. And, tin- <laughs> and Tinder for straight people is like Grindr for gay people, if that makes sense. Correct. Absolutely. So it's so interesting that, you know, I use Tinder to try and get a date. But to me, Tinder is, I like, back in the, my early days of being gay, in the 90s or early aughts, like, you'd walk past a gay person and, like, you'd turn around and see if they turn around too and see if they look back at you. And then you're like, oh, my God, they think I'm cute. And then if you're feeling really bold, you go up and talk to them and maybe get their number or something, right? But most mm-hmm. of the time, you look back and you both get excited and nervous and scared and then you keep walking, right? To me, uh-huh. that's what Tinder is. That's what swiping and matching on Tinder is, is the like, oh, did we both think each other was cute? Great, and moving on, never gonna talk to you. Um, and like occasionally people will talk. And I, for a while, I had a rule on Tinder, like you send a few messages and then- I say, hey, let's meet up for a drink because I just it's just so sad and disappointing that no one's really meeting up from Tinder, at least in the gay realm. But I will say on Grindr, that's how I've met people I ended up dating. And I honestly kind of I'm going to be real with you. I prefer if you have sex on the first date, at least for, for gay people, like there's so much like, hey, are you top, bottom or versatile? And like, why? Why am I going to wait three dates to figure out if we're going to match up in that arena? That's how I feel. And people keep telling me they're like, you can't do that. Men won't respect you if if you sleep with them on the first date. But I'm just like, well, you also slept with me. So, like, why wouldn't you respect me if you were doing the same thing as me? I am. I'm honestly, I'm still blown away that so much of straight like male, female, straight dating. Cause I have so many lady friends that they're still going by these archaic rules. I don't like to, that. It just seems like such a more 
empowered place to be of like, yeah, if I want to sleep with you on the first day, I'm going to. And if mm-hmm. you're going to fucking judge me for putting out on the first date and you can't take me seriously as someone to date, then fuck right off. Yeah. But it also, I do think, I do feel like the women, do women still hold all the, I feel like straight men are getting laid way less than gay men because the women are holding the power yes. of when we're going to, when you're going to decide, you know, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, yes. And I've had a couple guys where I've slept with them on the first date where they're like, I don't want to sleep with you because I want to see you again. And I'm like, oh my God, if you fuck me and it's good, you will see me all the goddamn you know time. What it is, it's that Madonna whore complex that straight men and I guess a lot of gay men are dealing with as well. Like, but I just want to, it's easier to have sex with you and be comfortable with someone that I haven't emotionally invested mm-hmm. in or something. And I mean, you said top bottom verse. I I maintain that straight people have it too. We just don't name it. Like I'm a full blown power bottom, yes! and like yes! I need someone. <laughs> like I am an aggressive bottom, uh, and I just like need someone to top me so I you know can what? you know. You know what? You're just like <laughs> you're just like more. You are more in touch with your. Your, your your wants, desires, and needs, and you're more willing to talk about it. I just wish everyone would be more open to talking about it. And that's the thing with the gay stuff. It's like, like at least on Grinder, you you can be like, I love that Grinder had a spinoff website that was called Into because that was like the second after sending photos it was like the first thing that everyone wants to know. What are you into? Mm-hmm. And then you would be like, I am. You know, I like to make out. I like to do this. I am verse. Here are my stats. Here's what I look like. Here's some photos. Like, get it all out up front. Like, what are you into? Like, let's just say, because Mm -hmm. then I can be like, okay, cool. Moving on. That's not a match for me. Or like, oh, I am in the mood to do that. And me personally, I'm versatile. I know that people make fun of that. But like, I want to do both. And so, Mm -hmm. like, let's match up. Or, you know, maybe for... For this time only, I'm going to match up with you because for whatever reason, I don't know. I just, I love that we can be upfront and say, hey, I'm into this. And I will find, I found like the last couple of people I dated was from Grindr and we had great, a great sexual chemistry and connection. And then I was like, oh, hey, you're also cool. Like, let's hang out. Oh, I will. Oh, let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Scotland? No, I've never been. I have not. No, no, no. I haven't been to Scotland. I was supposed to go to Australia, but that got canceled because of Miss Rona. Uh, so, no, I've never been to Scotland. Okay. Here's what I'm going to tell you. If you do, as a performer, get the chance to go do um, do a little run at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, I'd highly recommend it because mm-hmm. you're going to have the time of your life because the, I don't know what it is. The hottest men are there. I'm I I don't know why the young men's want to d- date me there. What's I don't know what's happening, but it's magical and you got to go. Because also on the hookup apps like on Tinder and Grinder, like you can meet up and then like have a like delightful civil conversation afterwards. Maybe you have a drink, you mm-hmm. go to coffee afterwards. Like I don't know what it was. Cuz here a lot of the gays they want to just sort of like hook up and like bye, but for some reason over mm-hmm. there it was delightful. And like, I made friendships. 
I had like a little summer fling. I don't know what it is. You gotta go. Get yourself there to perform. (laughs) Get yourself some Scottish gigs and then find yourself some Scottish men because they're the, they're just in the accent. I do love that accent. And I do find Scottish men to be very attractive. Um, I think he's Scottish. My, I have a big crush. His name is Damal Gleason. Do you know who he is? No. He's I'm an actor. I'm going to look him up, though. And he's so hot. Oh, no, he's Irish. He's from Ireland. Oh, well, I bet, I bet the same thing goes for Ireland. I don't know. There's just like a, maybe it's because it's a smaller country and they're just more friendly and well-mannered. I don't know. But I just, also, do you date younger? Do, are, do you generally, like, are you on the apps? Are you on oh, Raya? I, How do I get on Raya? Jesus. You're not on Raya? No, I can't get, they won't accept me. It, I mean, it took two years for me to get accepted. Um, I'm four years in and they have not accepted. Fuck four Raya. Four years? That's yeah. crazy. Well, are you, are, as, a, as, a, as a well-known celebrity person, are you able to be on the apps? Yes. Um, I'm on them. I, I, it's, it's been weird in the last like year, year and a half. Honestly, ever since Nailed It came out, people have been weirder to me because before straight men didn't know girl code, they didn't know my podcast. They didn't really know my work, but Nailed It is very much like stoners, kids, parents, like it's pretty universal. So like more people will respond with like, oh, is our first date going to be us nailing it? And I'm like, oh. Uh, <laughs> if only you didn't say that, say it like that. I mean, it, I would, I would, I'd rather somebody say like, wait till we meet in person to be like, Oh, I know who you are. I'm familiar with your work. That's fine. But it's when you say it before we meet up, it feels like there's expectations. Yeah. It doesn't, um, it doesn't create a level playing field. That's why I just, Sometimes when people ask what I do on the apps, I'm like, I work in production. I work in digital content because, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as you say on your actor that or performer, they just want to know like, oh, what, what, where can I find you? And then it just, I, okay. I will say I, before, before the Rona happened, I'd gone on a couple dates with a, a really hot young, like out of my league hot younger gentleman stop it um, nobody is out of anybody's league that is a made-up thing to make us feel bad uh okay well then okay but he's he's gorgeous and he's you know a solid he's much young he's much younger than me and okay. he, i got i was dr- I was drunk at akbar and he said hi to me and then like i before I left, I, I, I don't know. It was the, I haven't been this drunk in the longest time, but I just like went up to him, gave him my phone or got his phone number. I can't remember what happened. And then I, the next morning was like, I remember I, I've been drunk texting with this man and I can, <laughs> I can't remember what he looks like, but I remember he was cute. Um, and we went up, we had a couple of great dates and now waiting to go, go on a couple more, but I did, I didn't know his last name, but I knew we had a friend in common. So I did a deep dive and I figured out his last name and then I found him on Facebook. And then I just did discover he had some, some, he posted some things from Buffy on Facebook. And I was like, but I was like, I respect that, sir. 
you you kept it a level uh-huh. playing field. Uh-huh. You didn't he didn't come out with it and say like, "Oh, I'm a big Buffy fan." Because a lot of the times I feel like Am I, are you a fan? Like, did you enjoy me or am I just the closest thing to the thing that you actually like, which is the show, right? Mm-hmm. And so I I kind of respect that, that he just like was cool about it. And I will continue to go out with him because he is a good kisser, okay? <laughs> Sometimes it's very hard to find. You're just like, oh, we kissed and this is awful. I had a date with a guy a couple years ago, we went out like six times or something and we didn't have sex because I was trying to be a good little person and wait the way people had told me to. And I've never waited more than one date. Like, so six was a lot. And when he finally kissed me, it was on like our second date. I think it was such a nervous kiss. And like, I was excited because I was like, he finally kissed me. But then later I was like, ugh, it was such a bad kiss. Oh, no. I feel like also maybe if you'd made out on the first date, there wouldn't have been such a buildup and he'd be more relaxed and it would have been great. Yes. And I wouldn't have waited six fucking dates to find out that he couldn't get it up and uh, like was not meant for me. Oh, God. Anyone listening, like, let's just throw out the rules. Like, everyone get laid on the first date. Find yes. out if the D is good. Yes, because otherwise you're just wasting your fucking time. We don't have time. <sighs> because you can have, like, you can, like, on paper, they can be the type of guy that, like, oh, I could, you know, take home to mom. And, oh, they've got, they went to grad school. They went to Pepperdine and have a, 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 a master's degree in business. Oh my God. Like I picture myself, the wedding, we're going to have a house in Los Feliz. Like if you (laughs) don't have a good sexual connection, what's the point? What is the point? Agree. But I will say this, like I've also dated people where the sex was like fine at first. We were like, all right, this is nothing to like scream about or like write home about whatever that fucking saying is. But like, (laughs) After like a couple more times and I just like tell them what I like and they tell me what they like. It's like, oh, okay, this is nice. We can do this. That's true. Yeah. I guess if you're able to get to a place where you can communicate with that person. Oh, God, it's just so hard. I don't know why it's so hard to say like, hey, it feels good when you do this. Please don't. Anyone pinch. Okay. Anyone pinching nipples out there. You got to stop. You got to stop that. Pinch nipples, but like not during sex. It's like when we're laying down, I'll just like pinch your little nips. <laughs> oh no, I gotta, I gotta stop. No, you don't have to stop, but you gotta like, you gotta feel out the situation. Okay, this is shocking, and and sort of terrible. But I had a drunk, a drunken date, and the guy got so drunk that after the fact, he went back upstairs to the restaurant where he what where we were, and he was like. I can't get back into the restaurant without showing them that we were already there. So can you send me the a picture of the receipt from our bar tab? And I was like, 
you, sir, are trash. Um, and then he was like, okay. I'm like, I paid, I, you, we paid cat. He's like, can you send me a screen grab of your credit card bill? I'm like, stop trying to steal my identity. Anyway, yeah. he- What a sneaky he, way to steal someone's identity because he could have gotten uh, your credit card number and been like, I'm going shopping. What an asshole. Anyway, we were making out and he, we were both, he was, we were both very drunk, but he, he- we did the old like pushing of the, the head down with the hand. And yeah, I was that's like, not for me. No, thank you. And then he smacked me across the face. <gasps> no, you can't do that unless that's like you've talked you about to, it. You have to talk about that. You have to like do a gentle tap on the on the on the hiner for like on the booty first. And like you have to, you have to feel out the situation. You got to read the room first. I also, also think I it's don't- perfectly fine to ask. It's like I want to slap you in the face, and then if the person goes, "No, thank you, that's not for me," you go, "Okay, I'll save that for later." Yeah, and I was like, I was so shocked and so devastated. Oh, I did keep no. going. I did. I did keep going because I was in such shock and. I don't know. We uh, maybe that's a serious topic. You can delete this if you feel like it. But I, I just you gotta <laughs> ask permission. Do you people. want me to delete this? No, you can keep it. I don't care. Okay, you gotta, you gotta talk about it. You gotta communicate, and you like you, you, anyway. I, so anyway, this was going back to the pinching of the nipples. I hate when yes. people like at a bar walk up to you. Gay men will do this. And they'll like ruffle your your hair. They'll pinch your nipples or they're like tweak your nose. And here's what I have to tell everyone. Okay, do not never touch the hair. You don't yeah. know how much work has gone into that. You yeah. don't know who's wearing. I have a, I, they, sometimes people are wearing something that's glued on and you don't know. <laughs> so please do not go in for that. Okay. And no judgments. I'm like, I may get to the point where I need to glue something on. So please don't adjust that. Don't go in. Without permission. Also, my nose. I look. I've got a. I've got a big nose, big hose. Maybe we'll see. I have a big nose, and there it's crooked. And there's a lot of equilibrium that I've established in there before. I've and I don't want you touching that. Okay, I can barely breathe through the one good n- n- nostril, the one septum that's working. Okay, don't tweak the nose. And then finally, do not tweak my nipples because you don't know if that. It hurts me or if I like that. Like you you gotta just ask permission. But maybe I just, these are I don't understand why anyone is touching anyone without permission. I don't think I've ever had anyone tweak my nipples just like out in a bar. I've had people well, touch my hair, of course, and I like uh, read them. I'm like, don't you dare, don't you fucking never dare. Do I do not have one friend hair. who loves to touch my feet, and I think he likes to touch my feet because it makes me scream irrationally because i'm just like i don't know don't touch my feet they're feet are disgusting no like not to be rude and like read people with a foot fetish but like why 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 does quentin tarantino love feet so much okay i have a have a tale to tell i (laughs) i had a shenanigan with a gentleman in new york and he I just like, I just wanted to make out. There was like a lot of tension, like that, like fun sexual tension where like, we just need to make out. And that's like basically what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And he came over and then he was like, I, I, I want you to put your feet in my face. Oh boy. And I was like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and 
I was like, oh, okay, but I can we make out first? And then he was, he basically like made me put his feet in my, in his face. And I was not turned on in any way. Cause I, for some reason, I felt, I know he was wanting to be objectified, but I felt objectified. Like, am I just some foot for you? Am I just, <laughs> am I just some foot to you? Am that I is- just, that's all you want? That's what you want. You're like, you wanted the, the big reveal is me taking off my disgusting foot sock and putting it in your face. Like, I no thank you, sir. I mean, the I, only I, way I could do like foot play truly is if I was with a partner that like I loved to the moon and back and they were like, okay, I want to play with your feet. Go take a shower, wash your feet, slip them into some slippers <laughs> Like they would have to be like at the optimal amount of clean. There is no way I'm gonna take my foot out of my vans, like take <laughs> my like disgusting mismatched socks and like slap you in the face with my foot. I can't like that is not for me. I feel like the foot fetish people need to be there's hopefully there's a place where they can find each other so they can take turns on each other's feet. Okay, okay, footplay.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I, I just couldn't I just, do it. They're so feet are so ugly. I don't know. I mean, they're fine. I don't know. They also I had my toes, I had my toes done in high school. <laughs> Oh no! I had I, I had that. um no I had uh what what did I I had ingrown toenail surgery oh, like surgery yeah I thought you meant your toenails were just polished during high school and I was like okay queen let's get in <laughs> I was like that's nice I like come that. through queen polished nails um come on flip flops <laughs> let's get sickening <laughs> no I had extremely bad <laughs> why am I telling you this I had extremely bad uh, ingrown toenails and I had surgery on one. During like, while well, I was in a musical on stage and I was like, oh my God, you guys, I can't do the dance numbers right now because <laughs> my, I just got my toe done. Um, and then I had the other one. And then, and so like, I don't think the guy was, the doctor was very skilled because like, I've always been now self-conscious of like, I feel like he took too much off of the toe oh, no. toenails. So I don't like the way they look. Um, also he Wait, did. Wait, what musicals, what musicals were you in in high school? Oh God, all of them. Um, we didn't have a drama department at my school cause I grew up here in California, oh. public school. Oh. And like the, before I got there, the, the drama teacher had been fired for, um, for assaulting students. Very cool. Oh Very my cool. God. Uh, not cool man and way to be a cliche. Uh, and so then like I, we didn't have a drama department. So I was in the community theater and I did. Oh God, I did all the shows. I did Your Good Man, Charlie Brown, and The Wizard of Oz, and um, HMS Pinafore. Oh God, I just did them all. Um, and But then I started directing them. I, I directed a then-unknown five-year-old Amanda Bynes to be in our production of Annie. Amanda um, Bynes is currently pregnant and has a heart tattoo on her face. I know. That's- and I'm like... Is this my fault? Had she not got into the biz because of me <laughs> and the Camarillo Youth Theater? Is it is in- directly your fault, Tom. You did this. But also, if you know Amanda Bynes, please check in on her. Um, I hope she's okay. Me too. My heart goes out I to her. I love her so much. She's so funny. I know. She's such a talent, and I'm hoping she gets back to a, a good place. 
Me too. <laughs> Took it to a serious place. Um, but that oh, was my- the Amanda Bine segment of my <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Um, but by my high, finally, my high school, they're like, well, we don't have a drama teacher, so you should do it. You've directed musicals at the youth theater. You should be in charge. So then I had to direct a production of The Music Man, which I hate that show. And anyway, I directed it. I just wanted to be the star, and I couldn't because I had to direct it. Have you seen the new Cats? Or not the new Cats, the movie Cats? I have not. I've been saving it. You have to watch it and if you have drugs take some drugs and watch it it is truly a treat it makes not much sense I'll, like i forgot that the whole musical is literally just introducing cats to go to the heavy side layer it's cats talk they talk about themselves they talk about some other mm-hmm. cats and then one of mm-hmm. them dies and goes to heaven yeah um i've actually <laughs> been i've I haven't watched the movie yet, but I'm going to watch it here in quarantine. But I, the past few months, I, so the sad part was that I had booked a space over at Dynasty Typewriter. Obviously it's canceled now, but um, Mm -hmm. I've been writing, I've been writing a one man, a new one man musical called Cat, where I play all the cats and um, I, (laughs) it's all original music because I want to be able to Mm -hmm. like do it everywhere and not get sued. Uh, but it's a par- it's a parody <laughs> of cats, but it's basically everyone in the sh- in this community theater's like rip off production of cats gets food poisoning, and I have to play all the cats. And I work in the I'm the box office manager, and I'm I literally am going to sell the audience their tickets, and then have to get up on stage and sing all the songs and be all the cats. But now I have more time to it. work on it, and now I'm going to watch the movie and see if that informs the production. In so any way. when you finally do it, it better fucking be good because you've had all this fucking time. I'm kidding. I'll come see it. That sounds like fun. Yeah, I think it'll be great. Um, but also like, I'm like, yes, I'm going to work on it every day. No, I'm not. I'm going to stare at my phone and be anxious for a month. Honestly, that's what I've done. I saw this meme that was like, what's my quarantine schedule? Get up at noon and look at my phone from noon 30 to about midnight and uh, go to sleep and repeat. I was like, yeah, that's all I've been fucking doing. Thank God I have a podcast to like come back to and record. I've been um, sleeping but- till one. Cause I'm a monster. And I'm like, well, this is my natural circadian rhythm anyway. And I've always just been fighting it. So now that there's no shame in fighting it and no guilt, like I'm just <laughs> living my truth and sleeping. I mean, it's nice. I do enjoy the little break. It is nice, but I do wish I could leave my house. Tom, we've reached the end. Um, I try to remember to ask all of my guests this, but I think you answered this right up top. Would you date me? A hundred percent. I'm legit considering if I'm a bisexual. Like, it's all time to question our fluidity and our sexual Ugh, desires during this I- time. Love it, and I, I love honestly, it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do some soul searching because I would like to see if we can make this work. Oh, perfect! Finally, I can end the podcast. I have a boyfriend. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I wouldn't end it. I love talking about myself. Um, do you have anything you want to promote, like your Instagram? Oh yeah, follow me at Tommy Lank on Instagram. I've been slacking on the costumes because I just want to go back to being an actor and do funny things but I uh, maybe I'll make some more while I'm here in quarantine but also my podcast is called The Trash Cast where I, I make people um, bring me a trash and a treasure and I try to figure out which is which so you can 
You can find that on all the places where you listen to podcasts and it's, it's real fun. And, um, I love that. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's what I got. I love and it. I, and I'm a big fan of you. So thank you for having me on. And I'm a big fan of you. Thank you so much for being, well, not being here for hopping on your computer and talking to me. Um, if you enjoyed this episode of why won't you date me, you can like it. You can subscribe on iTunes. You can rate it five stars. And if you send me a nasty message hitting on me, I will read it. This person said, I am no longer a taken gay, so now we can really have fun. I'd let you slap the shit out of me with your convertible top clit, referencing you telling Sashir your clit is like a drop top, until sheer blunt force breaks my neck and makes me pass away. That's one. Here's another one. Um, Nicole, I would fuck you all night long with a big blue strap on, hit it from the back, and play bongos on those lovely chocolate cheeks. Then I'll gobble, gobble up that puss while doing a Guy Fieri impression of, oh, yeah. And then uh, for the grand finale, I'll shout, <laughs> one way ticket to Flavortown, please, before I eat that ass like high end groceries. <laughs> <laughs> high end groceries! That, was, that one was high end groceries is so funny. Also, I have a podcast called Newcomers with Lauren Lapkus, where we're watching Star Wars. For, I almost just said Star Trek. Star Wars for the first time. And I have a book coming out June 2nd called Hashtag Very Fat, Very Brave. The Fat Girl's Guide to Being Brave and Not a Dejected Melancholy Down in the Dumps Weeping Fat Girl in a Bikini. So you can pre-order that with the links in my bio. And that's it for Why Won't You Date Me? Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.